if you're just joining us, it's time to pray and to seek the Lord, to seek his face. The Bible tells us that, that we should seek him while we can find him. This is the day that the Lord has made. We can rejoice and be glad in it. Let's call upon the name of Jesus. The Bible said, whosoever shall call upon his name shall be saved. Mighty God, bless your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning, giving us an opportunity to seek your face. Lord God, to call upon you, Lord, while you can be found. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless us today, Lord God, to exalt you, to exalt you above everything, every thought, every emotion, everything that would try to exalt itself against you. Lord God, let it be brought low. Let it be brought down into subjection and give honor unto your name. Lord Jesus, if there's any that is sick among us, those that are present, those that are listening, we ask, Lord God, that you would bless them. Help them, Lord Jesus, to recover. Whatever medication that may be ingested, ask that you would bless it to be used for the, for the body, Lord God, so that they will overcome. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for all that you have done. We thank you for what you are going to do. We thank you for the souls that are on their way. Lord God, we thank you for the new edifice. Ah, glory. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for establishing us, Lord God, and calling us to using us, revealing yourself to us, Lord God, that we may be of help to others. Lord Jesus, bless those that are supporting ministry. Ask that you would remember, Lord God, sacrifices that have been made. Lord, we pray that they don't feel the loss. Lord Jesus, because they gave willingly, because they gave Lord God, out of appreciation, I ask that you would bless them in Jesus' name. Lord God, you said you would give us our heart's desire, and that is the desire of my heart, is to bless your people. Lord Jesus, remember, Lord, remember. Lord God, I ask that you remember, Lord, as we go forth in the service, Lord Jesus, the unspoken requests that have been made, the requests that have been made known by others, Lord God, ask that you would bless them in the name of Jesus, where, where they're gathering together across this nation, around the world, to give you glory and honor that you would bless your people, Lord, those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, that you would fill them. Lord God, to your glory and to your honor, in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless your Lord Jesus. Certainly we thank and praise God for his goodness. We want to thank you for joining uh, Inside the Pages, presented by the Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And on Saturdays at 11.30 p.m., you'll find us on kkla.com or uh, maybe you're in your car or traveling, you know, and so you'll find us on 99.5 FM as far as it'll reach throughout Los Angeles. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. It doesn't matter how you might feel, how they may have angered you, how upsetting it could have been. Our commitment is still unto God. And we show that by obeying his word. 
The best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. We're going to have our opening scripture at this time. And, and as, as, uh, as he is coming forth, he can, he can uh, Wayne is coming forth to read. I just want to remind you that music and soundtracks presented are the copyright of the artists and producers. Because when we're in prayer, we're usually playing something while we're praying. You know, it's time to seek the Lord and to seek him with our whole hearts. And so let's, let's bear mind, uh, be mindful of that. And so at this time, we're going to have our opening scripture. Today's opening scripture will be Psalms 150. And the psalm says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the pyramids of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sounds of the trumpet. Praise him with the soft street and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. That everything that hath breath, praise ye the Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the word. And the Bible says, and they continued daily with one accord in the temple breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Amen. And the Lord added daily to the church, such as should be saved. If you're, if you're looking for a church home, if you're looking for growth and ministry, I want to invite you to join with us. Grow with us and be blessed with us. We're going to go into the word of God this morning. And so I want to direct your attention to Mark, the first chapter, beginning at the 15th verse. Just giving you a moment to, to tune in. Maybe you need to turn your device on or, or if you like me. You like flipping pages, and I, I I like paperback books. I like paperback books, and so because I like writing in them, I, I like putting my notes in there. And you know, I've gone back over the years, and I've picked up books that I've read, and I, I see notes. And, and sometimes I, I I can't distinguish what I wrote, but <laughs> I know I enjoyed something there. But just giving you a moment there. That is Mark one and fifteen. And if you don't mind. Hold Acts 26, verse 27 and 29. The Bible says, and saying, this is Jesus talking, the time is fulfilled. The time is fulfilled. Of God is at hand. The time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. The time, if you've been watching the clock, if you've been paying attention, because they were certainly watching the time. And they, they knew the, some of them knew and understood the scripture. They knew the day was going to come, that the Messiah was going to show up. And so there was an expectation. There was an expectation that they had. So Jesus is saying the, the time is fulfilled. What you have been looking for is present. And the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus instructs the people, he says, repent. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Whatever it is that, that you need to change, whatever it is that you need to stop doing, uh, this is an opportunity right now. Uh, on this sixth day of November, 2022 is an opportunity. Acts 26 and 27 uh, through the 29th verse says, and, uh, says King Agrippa 
This is Paul talking to the magistrate. He says, King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? I know that thou believest. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. And Paul said, I would to God, man, I would to God that you would, uh, that you would. And all of those that are listening to me, that they would today, right now in this moment, that they would be like me, except for the bonds and handcuffs, the chains, the, the ball and chain that I, I'm whatever that has me bound, except for that. But I, I would that you would be a saint of God. The, the best thing you can do is to be a child of God. The topic this morning, as you may already know, is that is to believe the gospel. And to understand that almost is not enough. Believe the gospel. You have to believe it wholeheartedly. Because believing it a little bit, adding your own twist to it, is not going to do it. Jesus said, believe the gospel. Believe the gospel. Everyone present. Believe the gospel. The question is, do you believe the gospel? Do you believe the gospel this morning? Or do you believe some of it? Maybe you just believe a third of it. Maybe you believe half of it. Maybe you believe three quarters of it. Do you believe the gospel? I'm fully persuaded this morning. I am fully persuaded. Yes, I am. And I believe the word of God. And my desire is that you will also be fully persuaded. That's God's desire, that you are fully persuaded. Now, I didn't ask you if you believe the words of your favorite celebrity. We have our picks and chooses. But. Our salvation, your soul salvation is not be, should not be based upon somebody that needs the same thing that you need, and that is to be saved. I didn't ask if, you're, if you believe the words of the politician that you voted for or anyone else. It might offend some, but your favorite celebrity, politician, or others are, are people like you and I, born into sin, shaping in iniquity. And they also must believe the gospel, not their level of what they call the gospel. Because we have a tendency, some, not everyone, to pick and choose what we want to believe as being gospel so that we can continue in sin. Uh, the Bible says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Not so. Continuing in sin when you when you know the word of God is transgression. That's a transgression, meaning that you know to do what is right, but you choose not to. Do you believe the gospel? What we are reading and listening uh, predates us as it was written and spoken by the servants, the men and women of God. First Peter, uh, 1 19 21 Peter who also uh, known as Simon uh, was called by Jesus and, and later on uh, uh, spoke these words he said we have also a more sure word of prophecy whereunto you do well that you take heed now, don't just hear what is being said but you need to take some action as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star rise in your heart, knowing this, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation, meaning that the prophets, those that received the word of God, did not interpret it and give it of their own accord. But for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but by the by holy men 
of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost was there, uh-huh, governing the lives of the prophets, moving upon them. This is why uh, the psalmist said, Lord, don't take your spirit away from me. And he was not talking about his, uh, his breath alone, the breath of life that resides in us, but God's spirit. Now, John the Baptist, the preacher, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, declaring to all that would listen uh, for you and I to prepare the way of the Lord. He said, make room in your heart. Make room in your heart. Don't tell nobody else what to do, but you need to make room in your own heart. It's not about you telling your husband what they have to do. It's not about you telling your wife what she have to do. It is about you making room in your heart. Make room in your home. Make room in your car, in your recreation. In every place that that has something else occupied. We were talking about clutter this morning. How there are some areas that, that have a lot of clutter and the clutter needs to be removed. And when you remove the clutter, uh, then you have room for something else. You need to remove some clutter today so that you have room for the word of God. We need to make room for him. Mark says that Jesus told them the time is fulfilled. Now you need to stop right there and think about that. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. And there are four different messages that are presented here. Two are prophetic and two are instruction. The time is fulfilled, that's prophetic. The kingdom of God is at hand, that is prophetic. Repent means to change, so that's instructions. And believe the gospel. We've been instructed to change and to embrace the word of God. No matter who you are, where you are, or what you currently believe, these four messages should not be ignored. Whether you are a member at Cornerstone or a member of another assembly, do you believe the gospel? Now, I understand if you don't believe, if you don't want to obey his word, you know, let's just be plain. There are some that don't want to believe the word of God. It doesn't mean that they haven't heard it, but they choose to ignore it. It doesn't mean that they actually do not believe, but I don't have time for that right now. This is their mindset. I am having too much fun doing what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying uh, the cares of this life. I'm enjoying freaking when I want to freak. I'm enjoying getting lit when I want to. I'm enjoying all night, all day conversations about stuff that I should not be talking about. I'm enjoying the entertainment of what is happening within my spirit man. I'm enjoying that. And so that's why they don't want to obey or believe or claim that they don't believe and make all kinds of excuses intentionally ignoring the word of God. Now, now, some of you was like that too, until God got a hold on you. Uh-huh. Let's be real. God did something to let you know that, and God understood that if I show this to you, I'll get your attention enough for you to lay that mess aside. Jesus told his disciples, and it had been documented by those that believed. John 3, 19 through 21 says, and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light 
So God understands what people are doing. They, they love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil and still are. And everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. No matter how much you say, I love God. If you are and if you love him, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. But men love darkness rather than light. It is displayed in their actions. For everyone that doeth evil hate of the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved, they should be changed. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God, meaning that we are being shaped by God. And this is you're going to get this in a moment. We are being shaped by God right now. You know, when you were when you were as a child and those of you that have children, you may have bought them the little apparatus that, you know, and, and square pegs and round pegs. And and so you watch them try to put a a round peg into a square hole or a triangle, you know, a different thing. And, and so you taught them that. Uh, those different shapes do not fit in everything. And as they started to understand that, then they started putting the round peg into the round hole and they start putting the square peg into the square hole and they would look up at you for approval and for you to smile back at them and, and applaud them and to show them that they're doing what is right. And, and so then they, they start doing it more and more. We are being shaped by God to fit into the right spot. Mm -hmm. We're being shaped by the Lord to fit into the place that he had. We're being fashioned to be like God. That's why it's important to repent and believe the gospel because without repentance, without change and without believing the gospel, which you're not going to change if you don't believe the gospel, you will not fit into the place that God has for you. Now, I, I, I'm not talking about the place here. It could include the place here, but you will not fit into the kingdom of God, which is at hand. You won't fit. Now, after that, John was put into prison. John was put into prison. Jesus came uh, unto the, uh, into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. See, this is not about as much as people have made out to be. You know, I believe in prosperity. I believe in working hard. I believe in studying and show myself approved unto God and unto men, meaning that education is important. Your academic, your, your behavior at work is important. That's your livelihood. If a man don't work, he don't eat. And I like to eat and so do you. So don't, don't put that all on me. You like to eat too. And so, <laughs> and so we have to adhere, you know, the, the message of prosperity, that's great. As long as you're not fleecing the God of people, the, the people of God. See, there are those that are fleecing the people of God. And, and that's wrong. That's wrong. They need their money just like you you're trying to take it because you want it and you need no, that's wrong. We're not gonna stay there. You know, I'm not gonna not gonna dive into that this morning. Uh, but uh, but understand, believe the gospel. And, and so uh he must uh John said he must increase, but I must decrease. That he cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly, speaketh of the earth. He that coming from above is all about what's happening there. So the message of the gospel is about there. It's not, uh, it's more about there than it is here. We're caught up on here. What am I going to do? I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to believe the gospel. And you're going to apply the word of God correctly into your life. Application is key to anything. 
And after that, John was put in prison. The focus placed on John is now being removed. Too often we place the focus upon ourselves instead of the focus upon the Lord. The focus, the focus is placed on man or a woman of God. It must be removed. Well, I go to Bishop Tutu's church. Well, the focus should be that I go to the house of God. His house shall be called a house of prayer. I'm going and when I get there, my prayer is that Bishop Tutu is in line with the word of God and that he believes the gospel and he's going to present the word of God. Not his personal opinion. Not something that he has read by uh, on some commentary and that has no relationship to him. But it was a commentary that was written by someone that don't have a relationship with God. Do you believe the gospel? The focus should not be on the man or woman of God. It doesn't mean not to appreciate them. But Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. You shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't mind. You should get uh, jealous. You shouldn't get jealous when the attention is placed upon Jesus, man and woman of God servant of God, pastor, whatever title you have. Now, uh, you shouldn't get jealous when the attention is placed upon him because all of our attention should be upon him. God wants to uh, take over the service. He want to provide healing. He want to provide deliverance to someone that has not been healed, someone that has not been delivered. They've come into the service seeking the Lord. But you want to preach your sermon. I was in a service and there was a young man. I, I was I was uh, at that time uh, appointed the. Um, uh, the elder. Of the pulpit, and so therefore I, I conducted the service and, um, and and so and there was a gentleman who was sitting in the audience and he uh, identified himself as being in a particular situation. And, and it was a God only situation and you could feel the anointing that fell into the service when he said it. The whole service changed at that moment. And so I gave the service into the hand of the minister to, to go forth at that moment. And the minister never addressed the issue that had been pointed out. He had to he had to preach his word. He had to preach what was in him rather than addressing the need of the individual. And excuse me, let me put it this way. <coughs> rather than acknowledging the anointing that had come into the service. I've learned from that moment where you don't ignore the anointing so that you can put flesh on parade. Because all that humming and homiletic and all that stuff that he did did not bring about deliverance for that individual in that instance. It's about God and it's about his deliverance. It's not about flesh on parade. Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Now it if you were with us in the book of Daniel, it should start to ring some bells. Jesus came preaching and talking about the, the kingdom of God. It should start ringing some bells. It should start stirring. It should stir something up in your spirit because of his message. The message was distinct. The message was unique and it ties into what Daniel was seeing. And what Daniel did not see. The Bible said it and that he came in saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. What they heard, what they dreamed, what they talked about was happening. What we talk about, what we have dreamed about is coming to a particular point where it is going to happen. 
The prophet Isaiah asked a question, said, who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Do you believe the gospel this morning? Do you believe what is being said? They dealt with a with the spirit of unbelief then. And like people today are taking advice of others, ignoring the advice of or ignoring the word of God, ignoring the pastor, ignoring the true prophet of God, because they want to hold on. Paul said that 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 the, that in the last day, men should heed to themselves. They're going to seek out teachers so that they can have a, a good tingling message. They can have a message that's going to cause them to to run around the church. They're going to have a message that they can shout and dance off of. but not change their ways. They can still run out and, and, and do what they want to do and say, well, God's going to forgive me because it's written in his word. No, the, the word of God says, believe the gospel. The word of God says, I will have mercy on whom I will. Are, are you willing? You want to take that big of a risk? Now, I'm not willing to do that. At hand, the word at hand are the two words at hand, meaning that He's available. The kingdom of God is available. It is readily accessible or about to happen. There are subtle movements taking place. Universal events are happening. And only those that have repented, only those that believe the gospel will have access to the kingdom of God. Only those that believe will escape. Only those that believe will escape. Now, let me clarify. Let me go on a little further and help somebody out here. Daniel saw government take over the day of man, the sixth day. Now, I need you to I need you to bear that in mind, the sixth day. I need you to bear that in mind. I need you to hold on to that because we are in the sixth day. I need you to keep that. I really need you to keep that because you'll find out later. Um, in a few weeks. Why? Okay. Daniel saw the sixth day. He saw the government move and, and the different um, rulers that rose up. And he saw it all the way to the point of the Messiah coming. He saw that there was a, 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 a stone cut out of the mountain with no hands and it and it it came and it knocked down the statue that Nebuchadnezzar had had dreamed of the the head of gold, the, the body and the arms of silver and the, the rest of the body of iron and, and brass, brass, iron and clay. It, it destroyed all of that. And then the rock grew into a great big mountain. This is what Daniel saw. What Daniel did not see and he saw the saints of God. He saw the saints of God. And I like saying we're saints because the Bible refers to us as saints. God referred to his people as saints, not Christians. I have not, I'm not saying that to start an argument with nobody. I'm just telling you that I want to stick to what God is saying, not what a man is saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Take it if you want to. If not, that, that's fine. But the word of God said to saints and the, the preacher, the, the preacher that preach the coming of the Lord, the first noted preacher, the first noted preacher, let me say it again, the first noted preacher who talked about the coming of the Lord was who? Enoch. Enoch prophesied that the Lord was coming back with 10,000s of his saints. Okay. So here it is that Daniel sees the kingdom being established. And because he sees the kingdom being established, he did not see us. We're in the dispensation of grace. Daniel did not see this, this time uh, in the dreams that he had. He had to dream for multiple times. But he did not see the dispensation of grace. Not what he not what he could identify. Now, what he did see occurring was that prior to this, the Bible said that Daniel saw men going to and forth, saw them going backwards and forwards 
and, and so we believe that that is that dealing with a top technological era which we live in. And so I'm, I'm gonna move on. The Bible says that now as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon, Simon, also known as Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, come ye after me and I will make you fishers of men. Oh, he's gonna teach us how to, how to bait. He's gonna teach us how to net. He's gonna teach us what to do. Uh, man, we getting ready to blow up. They, they, and, and, and it's understandable because they were thinking, you know, they, hey, they were out there casting a net and Jesus walked by and said, I'm gonna make you fishers of men. They didn't get the emphasis of that part until later. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. We need to leave some things behind and follow him now. Now that you get it, I think you get it. Matter of fact, I know you get it. Oh my God, thank you, G. I'm glorifying him right now because I know you get it. You get it. And when he had gone a little further, thence he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were also in the ship mending their nets. And straightway he called unto them. And they left their fathers, Zebedee, in the ship with his, his hired servants, so the, the family business. Uh, they had hired servants and they followed Jesus. Like we're doing right now, we're following Jesus. And they went unto Capernaum and straightway on the Sabbath day, he entered into the synagogue and he taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine for they taught for he taught him. He taught as one that had authority, not one that was guessing at it. This is not a guessing game. He taught as one that had authority. He understood the power behind the gospel, the good news, the glad tidings. He understood it, not as the scribes who was writing it, not as the commentaries not as those that said they did, but they understood it. That he spoke with authority. They did not get it like that. You need it like Jesus had it. Almighty God, Holy Ghost, bless your name, Jesus. And he said unto them, I'm dropping down to the 38th verse, 39. And he said unto them, let us go to the next town. And he you know, left that synagogue. And he said, let's go to the next town that I may preach there also. And therefore, I, because that's what I came to do. I came to preach the gospel. And he preached in their synagogue throughout all Galilee. And while he was doing it, he cast out devils. Some people were set free as the word of God went forth. As the word of God was proclaimed, people were set free free they set free the bible tell us in the second chapter of mark mark one and two and again he entered into capernaum after some days and it was noise uh, about people was making uh, a lot of there was a lot of rumbling a lot of sound and straightway many were gathered together in so much that they could not there was no room to receive them not so much about the door People were standing all outside and he preached the word unto them. He preached the word to them. That's what we should be doing is preaching the word to others, giving them the gospel that they might believe, that they believe it and repent, change their ways. You know, this is a good day to change. Matter of fact, it's an excellent day to change. Whatever you have stopped doing, it's time to pick it up. Whatever you know you need to do, it's time to start. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for this short exhortation. We pray and ask that you would bless those that have tuned in and those that will be tuning in later. Father, we pray and ask that you would move by your power in their lives, Lord. Lord, bless them to receive your word. Lord, as, as you have blessed us, 
to receive and to believe what you're saying. Your word, let it have preeminence in our lives. Lord, teach us your way. Lord God, so that we might hear your voice say, well done, good and faithful servant. Lord Jesus, how we apply your word, not through verbal and not through audible sound, but by the way that we live, help us to apply your word. You said that you would, your will is that we would prosper and be in health, even as our soul prosper. Lord, and so we know prosperity, our well-being, prosperity of health, prosperity of spirit, prosperity financially in our home and our relationship is tied to our obedience to your word. Lord God, and so we thank you. Now, I ask that you would bless, Lord God, that as, as your people read your word, that you would open their understanding as you did for the disciples, as you did for me, as you, you've done for so many others. Lord God, so that we apply your word correctly. Lord God, we just thank you right now, Savior, and ask that you would continue to bless us, Lord Jesus, as we walk obediently to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Certainly, we thank and praise God for those of you that have joined in. And my prayer is that something has been said that has blessed your heart, encouraged you. And want to encourage you if, you, if you don't have a church home, you need to be in a church of truth and power near you that's teaching an unadulterated truth. And so my prayer is that you, as you seek the Lord, that he will lead and guide you. If you are in the uh, Pomona area here in California, then certainly our doors are open unto you. Sundays at, at 9 a.m. and Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And so I want to invite you to, to come and join us. Again, we thank God um, for how the Lord has blessed and allowed us to write two of three books that are now on Amazon. That is the, the Watchman, Lion, Barb, Wire, and The Lost But Found. And these are divinely inspired based upon actual life experience and the word of God. And there soon will be a, a book released called D7. And so uh, all of this will be posted on our, on our website, connectingtruth.org. We have a special service uh, coming up in the month of March 2023, and there'll be more details of that information. And certainly you're invited to come uh, and join us in that service, a night of praise. And so just want to put that out there so that you are aware uh, of what's coming up, you know, and, and solicit your prayers. Continue to pray for us. Tell someone else about the show. Well, actually the service. I don't want to say show. Tell someone else about the service that, that we're having, uh, you know, Sundays at 9 a.m. On, on Bible class. And, you know, and, and feel free, especially on Bible class night at 7 p.m. Uh, to ask questions. Uh, I will respond to your question. Uh, I'll do my best to answer. It doesn't mean I know everything because I certainly don't. But I will seek it out. I'll look for it to give you a biblical answer, one that lines up with the word of God. I'm a strong believer that if it is not the word of God, you better run, run the opposite way. And so with that being said, uh, now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Be blessed. Tell someone else to be blessed and to believe the gospel.